Hello, and welcome back to Through the Balcony and the start of our adventures next chapter. I am so excited for the future holds and can't wait to share it with all of you. Before that though, I have one quick note for tonight's game, and we'll jump right in. I got a little help from a friend this session, so just be sure to listen until the outro at the end so I can give proper credit where it's due. Alright, that was it. Let's pick up where we left off. 285 days. That's how long ago six strangers met in the Great Hall Tavern in Jarmulk, answering a job board post and calling for an expedition into the desert. An expedition to unearth a relic that at the time seemed powerful, interesting, and valuable, but now might be one of the most important objects in the world. 72 days. That's how long it's been since Anithia left her home in Avancel to go into the world to seek answers, a newly promoted journeyman within the Villas Halls. Two weeks later, she would meet a group of five adventurers and find that they not only had information on the types of artifacts she sought, but had two in their possession. Zero days. Today. The six of you learned just how important each day can be. You have sought answers to the questions that have grown up around you over the course of your journeys together. How had Akeni been destroyed, and what were the heartstones? Who or what was the beast mentioned only in a broken slab, but that seemed to terrify the gods? Why did all the legacy artifacts share a common magic at their core, despite being created at different times? And what was the cycle mentioned by Kaven back in Halder? But in seeking for once, you found answers instead of more questions. Beneath the frozen grey frost sea, you came upon the home of the old gods. There you met with Usia, the spirit of winter herself, faced her trial, and ventured in to learn the harsh truth that this world was far older than you knew, and a beast of pure chaos lurked at his heart. Civilizations have risen, only to be consumed by it. Even the old gods themselves fell trying to find a way to stop it. And at the end of civilization, as all life and magic is consumed, the beast sleeps to repeat the cycle again. Usia was not the only one with answers. Unknowingly, in bringing Asher along with you, you had also invited the unbound fate, Ravikath, as well, and he shed light onto some paths that could lie ahead of you, if you were intending to make a stand. Some knew, some laid out since the days of the old gods themselves. One was to set out to find the tools built from the shards of the artifact the old gods had made to try and save themselves. Another was to seek out the only man to survive the end of two cycles and still be around to tell the tale. And you could even seek out an alliance with the woman who had created Bloody Ethereum, something the beast had no defense to. But, at the end of the day, what mattered was that you now knew the truth, and knew the time for the beast to rise and consume the world was long overdue, with no way of knowing how many days you had left until that moment came. So it was you departed from there, burdened with the knowledge Usi and Ravik had laid upon you, but now better armed to ask the right questions as you face a grim-looking future. It is not without hope, however some it may seem. As you bid farewell to Thunder and watch him bound across the frozen sea, Zenithia scribes the teleportation circle that will take you to her childhood home, and whatever awaits you there. Stepping into the teleportation circle, you all leave Kyrath behind you and step forth into a place that couldn't be any more different than the one you just left. The air is, you know, you know relatively warm in comparison. Probably mid-60s. Nice morning with uh, light filtering through the clouds. And you find yourself in a large gazebo. White stone pillars where a permanent teleportation circle is etched in the center of the stone floor. As you step through, snow and cold air blew in through the, the teleportation circle and there's a light dusting of it on the ground in front of you. But there are flowering vines twisting around the columns, giving off a sweet scent. Uh, there's this gentle, cool breeze blowing through. And beyond the gazebo is a small private garden nestled along the back part of a massive house. There's flowering bushes, soft grass, well-kept trees, and even a, a small fountain. Off to one side, opposite the house, you see a railing covered with vines. It stretches along the outside of the garden, and it drops off on the other side like a balcony. Zenithia, you recognize this as the private garden behind your own room. Absolutely taken off all their yeah, like, like, just like, just the sound of a, a bag of holding opening. It's like, I apologize to everyone. I have been sweating under this, and I'm gonna. It's gonna be rank. Zenithia, <laughs> could you roll a wild magic check for me? Fear. Uh, it's a seventeen. All right. Um, 
So the house you guys see is beautiful. It's, you can kind of see from where you're at, it's built on like a terrace overlooking this valley. The walls are made of stone blocks, some pure white, some sand colored, and they're kind of randomly shaped and placed together to make this abstract and pleasing texture to the entire wall of this house. There's another higher balcony that you can see above it is yet another garden. And you know that that is the garden outside of your parents' room. Why are there so many gardens here? Because <laughs> it's not cold all the time. Well, I mean, this or hot this place time. is really pretty. Absinthe is just going to like lay down in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> you can do whatever you want. I just saw... I can feel my fingers. Oh, welcome home, Zenithia. Where do, where do we go? Well, do I see anyone around? No, or it's, it... it's your private garden. It's true. Yeah, it's private. Private. There is there are the doors that lead into what you know is your bedroom. So is there a teleportation circle that leads to your parents' private garden? <laughs> did you just aim for I this should... one instead of that one? No, 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 do they? <laughs> I assume they did. No, they they built this specifically right. for you. Okay, I saw. They built one here and paid for one to be built at the school, so you had a quick back and forth between your house and school. Mm-hmm. Wow, <laughs> they're really far apart. Extra. That's so expensive. They're really <laughs> far apart. You're, yeah. Asher is kind of looking around. Oh, of course he is. And he looks at time and goes, my house could fit in this garden. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a house. <laughs> I Me neither. I haven't had a house for a very long time. And he kind of, he goes over the railing and looks out over the city. I'll, I'll go up next to him. I'm just like. <gasps> All right. Uh, so. Avancel, which is the city you guys are in, is built on a series of terraces kind of coming up this very gentle mountainside. There are most of them pure man-made, but there's a couple that are at least partially natural. And uh, the city is lush and green, which is just a shock to everything you guys have seen the last like My five eyes! weeks. <laughs> Colors. What is this color? <laughs> the air is kind of damp with the, like the sea air coming in from the north. It, everything here appears to be very well watered and taken care of. Nature is deeply incorporated within the layout of the city, but it's still an elven city, and much of the landscape and architecture painstakingly crafted to be a thing of beauty. One main road winds its way between the different terraces, and each terrace seems given over to one task or purpose, uh, commerce or housing. The higher you climb the city, the more affluent each terrace seems to become. The Moon Snow Estate is very high in the city, um, with only the government buildings and temples being housed higher than it. Holy shit. Shall we go inside? I, mean, I don't know. Are I, we all a welcome in? Lead yes. The, lead the way. Do we have to take our shoes off? You are going into my room. Oh my gosh. What are your parents going to think? Do we you? have to take American. our shoes yeah, off? That's a yes or no question. <laughs> <laughs> can we all fit in your bed? They cannot all fit in your bed. No. I didn't but think they so. can probably all fit in your bathtub. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell us that. You'll get a seat. Let us all in your bathtub then. <laughs> and then we'll call your parents in and they'll be like, the f- you go inside. Yeah, so you, you walk in and your room is exactly as left it before. You actually really have a suite of rooms on this part of the house. You have... You really just like have a wing So Oleg's house you would party. fit inside Zanny's bedroom. <laughs> so you walk into what is the sitting room part of Zanny's room. <laughs> there is also a small study where there's a small library that you used to study at here before. You, there, your bedroom is off of a, a door that's currently closed and you know that your private bathroom is also... Off of your is off of your bedroom. I'm looking at every fucking door I can. Library, bathroom, everything here is finely crafted. I mean, there's a kind of a simplistic beauty to all of it, and the the bathtub is really more of a like a small swimming pool. So you have like a minimalist I'm design in there. <laughs> Absinthe! Oh my gosh! Is there water in it? 
No, not right now. What in the nine hells do your parents do? They're in trade. Merchants, right? That's my uncle. Oh, is it not? Oh, your parent your parents are involved in business dealing. They're, they're not they don't own a merchant company. Yeah. They're like, they own merchant companies. They own the freaking country. Your family is one of the founding families of this city. Oh, Zanny. They don't they they deal they deal with politics, but they themselves do not want to be politicians. Oh, they just own the politics. Yeah, they're the, pe- yeah. <laughs> the people who are like they're going to win. Yeah. It's an oligarchy. Of course it is. So elves. You'll remember when I, I told Zanny that Halus's palace felt very comfortable to her because it's very similar to size and grandeur of her own home. Positively uh, yeah. quaint. And you you can see where there's like walkways that go to the outside of the house. There's like like balconies that look out over everything. The, and like the view from that that balcony of the city is just gorgeous. You can see there's other estates of similar size on this terrace, but Annie, what the fuck? What? I'm just sitting in your bathtub. I- <laughs> <laughs> sitting in your bathtub judging you. This is such a great distraction. Let's just focus on everything here instead. There's so much here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, get in this bathtub. You really want to take a bath because you can. No. Not yes. yet. I need but... to. <laughs> I, I think like, we all need to. I'm rank. I can smell it. Let's meet my parents first so they know and that then we're we can here. Take a group bath? Well, I mean, maybe not a group bath. Why Are there not? more than Coward. one? Bathtubs? No, there's only one in this entire place, and it's Zanny. <laughs> <It's all moving. laughs> yes, let's go meet your parents. Where would they be at at this time? Probably in the main sitting room of the house. Okay, then we'll go there. <laughs> do we need to warn them? No, they should know we're coming. But do they know we're coming? They know you're coming. Well, I told them that I was with a bunch of people. You said, I've been traveling with a good group of adventurers. I will see you soon. Fair enough. I mean, there was no separation, but there was no, like, yeah. Addition, so it's, like, it's not really clear. probably haven't thought about it that much. Fair enough. I'm with a good group of people. Just... Pro- probably not clear. I, I probably oh, should have made that uh, clear, but... <laughs> how, okay. how do we traumatize... Send to, you can send to her, them now. Nah. We look like... I mean, technically I have message, too, but I'm not going to do that. That's weird. So I take it everyone has <laughs> stripped out of their winter gear to some extent. <laughs> yeah, we're in... Like, you know, I didn't change, even though I feel like I should now we'll that I'm in inside, but... I was like, I got a set of fine clothes. <laughs> we need to change. No, let's just hold on. Yeah, yeah, Wait until yeah. you're clean. Yeah. My fine clothes got shredded by a hydra. We just got Related. done walking a mountain. It's okay. They're at like the bottom you, well, of you this got, You got done fighting white dragons and then going across a wind-blasted ocean. And then we had to go down a mountain and then, down, and then we had to come back up the mountain. a lot of wet and cold. Mm. And, and then wet and again. Then wet. I'm sure we can get everything cleaned around here in the bathtub. Press the digitation. Oh, I don't think any of us have that. Oh, I do. Bop, 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 bam, bam, bing. Everybody's clean. Oh, <laughs> look a little Zanny. bit better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys are all basically took a wet wipe to us. <laughs> like, do I we mean, still, are we, we just look. Gets you guys clean. Oh, okay. All right. But you know, I'm still I'm dealer. still covered in tattoos. Yeah, still wearing the skin of his enemies. So you walk out into the hall. The halls here are like 10, 15 feet wide. Arched halls. So room for activities. There are... <laughs> what are they made of? Just uh, the same kind of stone that was outside. There's some stones, some woodwork in here. There, there are carpets covering all the stone floors in here. Walking towards the sitting room, you see many places where almost everyone here allows for some level of natural light to get in. There, At the center of this house is, a, is an atrium that lets oh. light in from outside and kind of filter through other parts of the house. <laughs> nice! <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of places here. There's just 
like sitting couches here and there, like a, in a, like a beautiful spot in the hall where someone could sit and read and enjoy. More it. chairs than anyone will ever need. <laughs> Absolutely. God damn it. No, are they sitting couches or are they fainting couches? Sitting couches. So you do go to where the, the main sitting room in the house is, and the entire wall of that sitting room looks out over the city with, with windows. There are two figures in the sitting room: an older-looking elven woman, um, not gray hair, not going gray, but you can definitely tell that she's a little bit more advanced in years. Wearing simple but finely made like robes uh, that you recognize as your grandmother, Zira. Uh, and you see your mother as well wearing very similar to what she'd been wearing when you sent to her before. Uh, just a very light robe in the morning over just some, just, again, fine but light clothing. And they uh, look up as you walk in and your mother gives a little gasp. Sanithia! And starts immediately moving towards you. And then all of us emerge And then the rest of like, us walk into the room. <laughs> We're just like looking around like, wow, it's so gorgeous. What natural is the nature <laughs> She runs up and she oh, gives yeah. you a hug. Yeah. Oh. And she, she kind of backs away and reaches up and touches your face. And You've been gone like a little over two months. But you're a year 70 older. 70 some days. <laughs> but you're <laughs> a year older. That's true. That is true. Age. To be fair, you were at school for a long time. That's true. And then... Came home for like a day and then took off. Yep, grabbed all my stuff and yeah. I'm going adventuring. I'm going adventuring. Well, they 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 gave you the teleportation scrolls. Yeah. Did you possibly say what her mother's name was? How her, do I pronounce her grandma it? Ziri. Ziri. Zira. Z X I R R A. Zira. Um, your your mother's name is Kyrana. Yeah, that's how I say it. Um, and so she she just seems very taken with the fact that you're there for a moment. Then, mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm sorry. You must you must be uh Cynthia's friends. Yes, we're yeah. two for one drinks and Bitsy. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't quite understand the name, but I'm Kizzy. They're good people. There's a history there. There's Bitsy, obviously. Kizzy. Kind of reaches a hand as each of you introduced and Olek, time absent. Um Olek is probably the only one that she Olek and Bitsy, she kinda of gives the looks like I'm not <laughs> quite sure what to make of you. Not like she's judging you. There, there's no like, oh, like you people, but like you two look the most wild out of everyone here. Uh, Kizzy, there's there's no judgment when she, she shakes your hand. Right, I'm a fucking princess. <laughs> well, she's also an elf, so you being a tiefling wouldn't really phase her. She's very polite. I'll be like, oh, it, it's very early. Have, have you eaten? Not since oh. last night. I don't you think guys so. have been awake for like 15 hours oh, now. Oh, yeah. You didn't sleep. You just came here. Right. Yeah. yeah We're going to have so a major jet lag. It's been a while since we've eaten and slept. We might have and to longer though, just trail to... rations. And took a <laughs> bath. <laughs> Pissy, why do you laugh every time? The trail we, we have nicer food than that time. Well, that I, I like I've said, I'm not saying right just now. Eating them, but the whole time I have been snacked. It's well, not. It's just when he offers them to people. <laughs> that's what says Pissy. <laughs> so she goes. Well, if you if you haven't eaten, let me let me get a breakfast made for all of you, please. Um, and then she, uh, Bethan. Uh, Bethan, please. And so, uh, from a, uh, kind of a, a side hall, you see a half elf, half drow that some of you have seen before. At least right, yeah, most of you have seen before. Him, yeah, thought. I'm not sure if uh, everyone met him. I know uh, that the people in Rastin's Tower did. Yeah. So, Kizzy and Time. Kizzy, Time, and Olek. Because Olek yeah, came in Olek covered came in blood. In. Yeah. At least three of you recognize him very vaguely. Like, oh, I think I recognize the person. He goes, oh, I'm a the handler who lost uh, Zenithia. Right. Oh, I really, uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, what, what, what is it? What is it, Lady Chiron? I'm gonna run up and hug him. Oh, 
He, he gives you a hug back. So cute. Your 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 grandmother has kind of stood and has come closer. Okay, then I'll hug her. She hugs you, <laughs> and you see a much more measured response than her. It's like it's it's good to have you back, Zenithia. It's been an adventure. Perhaps perhaps you can tell us some of your adventure over 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 breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. I think we're probably going to wash up first because we've been out and about. Are you going to be staying the night? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. I mean, we probably should sleep. Yeah. So. Well, then, Bethan, could you eat, take them each to a room? <laughs> yes, please. Because <laughs> you're trying not to seem super pleased. Like, <laughs> that's so many rooms. So, Bethan, of, of course I can. Um, we'll send for all of you when, when breakfast is ready. And he leads you up to the next floor of the, the estate. And there's a room for each of you. It's comfortable. It's a large enough room where it's, it's a bed and a little area for sitting in as well and a small bathroom off of that for each of you. How big are the tubs? They are... Disappointingly small compared comfort- to Zanny's. Well, yes, but you could easily soak in them. And when you turn them on, the water magically fills it to the right point and it is warm when it fills the tub. Where does the water go when you're done? But you're all given a little bit of time, maybe half an hour, 45 minutes to take some time to yourselves. Izzy will, um, as as she's bathing, slip under the water and um, cry, uh, <laughs> so no one can tell <laughs> that she's crying. Damn. I'll find her all alone. Mm-hmm. Cry in the water and then come back up at that point where she might pass out. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> maybe have an existential crisis uh, while naked in a tub in a foreign home. <laughs> we're, we're time. Just is about to get it and just dunks his head in and just screams. <laughs> How is everyone doing in this moment? I mean, I think I explained it pretty well there. I think that's good. Like, Oleg's been in like a palace and like a nice house, and this is just like, what? You're not thinking about the stuff we just learned? It's like everything was overwhelming, and then this (laughs) is just like, what? The straw on the camel's back. He's just scrubbing like it's like it's not even like the little travel size soaps. It's a full bar of soap. Like Absinthe, how are you doing? I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is fine. Um, so I probably like am in the water long enough to get clean, but then just spend the rest of the time pacing and talking to myself. Fair enough. And Zanny, how are you doing? I'm just trying <laughs> not to think day. about it. <laughs> you and Oleg are like, That's yeah, not this. yeah. I'm just wow. like. That was because it's just such like a, so much information. It's a lot. Well, and the fact that I wasn't like with you guys for the first part of it, I think, is the the like you're making connections, and I'm just like this is so much. So I'm just I'm just right now trying not to think about it. We'll deal with it once we when it's when it's time to deal with it. It'll yeah. get done. Because <laughs> yeah. he's done crying, she's muttering, she's like, "Man, Zanny's mom and grandma are really hot." <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Zanny's really hot, so. Because mm-hmm. already Older thought woman. of that um, as she falls asleep at night. I'm like, man, Zanny's so hot. Dang. Question. Is, is there like an a... assortment of cl- fancy clothes for guests in these yes. rooms? I'm so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Just like me as a person. <laughs> Just rich people, man. <laughs> yeah, but this is this is like one of those things where it's like, there's rich and then there's like... The 1%. This oh. isn't... They're not. I wouldn't even say an Amakir. They're the one percent. Cause Amakir is even more but insane. Globally, oh yeah, they're, they're the one percent. They're <laughs> elves. They have hundreds and hundreds of years to sit there and hoard shit and hoard shit, accumulate and wealth and, and then spend said wealth. What are the fancy clothes for guests like? 
Just like a robe. They're, and... they're very elven style, kind of like light tunics and just like all the fabric is just hop notch fabric. I'll wear one of them for now, even though I'm like, my dresses are still really pretty. <laughs> like, were they put out for us, or are they just generally, I'm like, like in stored like a there? Closet like, there's, there's, like a, there's a little dresser in there that has... armoire that you just, like, open, and there's, like, three Is things. anything half-orc-sized? Not really. I'm just like, shirt's great, pants, no hole for your tail. Aww. It's like, would they be mad if I ripped a hole? Probably. Probably. Just mend it later. Yeah, nope. I've got mending. <laughs> So after about forty-five minutes, I'd also help you do. There that is too. a light, a light knock on your doors. Uh, Zenithi, you're you're summoned first because they're like, Bethan's like, well, uh, your your mother and grandmother and father are waiting for you in the dining hall. Oh, yeah, father here too. He's huh? hot too. Okay. And then each of you's kind of gotten, and he then leads the group of you towards the dining hall. You do arrive a few minutes before they do. Your father stands up, and he he has dark hair, uh, is a little little bit shorter. Than, than your, your mother and, and grandmother. Uh, but he, very regal bearing about him, and he, he does come. Run up and hug him. He, he hugs you back. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's been too long, Zenithia. Have, how have you been? I have been good, but there's a lot of stuff that's happened since I left. It's been an adventure. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you're back now. Oh, are we all there? You, you arrive shortly after this. And uh, so, yeah, the, the dining hall is grand as everything else in this place is. Um, is this the breakfast dining hall? No, it's just the one kind of, they seem to have guest hall. Guest hall. And there's arched ceiling with, with glass in the ceiling to let light in. And there's just some patterns in the glass that are like make flowers and animal shapes and with the, the lead beading in it. And it just casts them onto the walls depending on the angle of the light. And you all sit down and have a very, like there's a very fine breakfast served before you with eggs and some meats and cheeses and fruits. Pancakes. Maybe of course, crepes. It, it, Fair enough. Crepes for Zenithia. It's basic. It's basically like your favorite breakfast, kind of presented here. Yes. <laughs> Zanny would be a crepe girl, not a pancake girl. It's Let's true. be real. She's like they're dainty, like I am. <laughs> How many forks are there? Sixteen. There is too many. I was told that you had some friends with you, and you do introductions, and you introduce as your father Abaddon. So uh, what? What uh, prompted you to return home? Hmm. Well, maybe a lack of letter response? Well, then letter would have gone back to Jarmal, couldn't it? That um, is where you said to send it back yeah. to. Yeah. Selkie would have mentioned it in one of the many conversations that we had had. I think you had it sent to the Night Lotus's place, though. Ah. Oh, and Amea wasn't there, so I wasn't checking in with her. I was checking in with Rastin. Uh, it's been a... Be three months since I've been gone, and I'd say adventuring with all these wonderful people. You think we're wonderful? For the most part. Wait, oh, thank mean? you. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Asher's here. Asher. Asher did sit down next to you, by the way. That's fine. He's allowed to do that. And, and uh, I think I don't know. We've we've learned a lot about the world in general. Well, that is the goal that many go out to adventure. I'm glad that I'm glad that you're learning. <laughs> just <laughs> just. <laughs> Thousand mile stairs around the table. <laughs> I just not like this. So we've learned a lot about the world and the past in general. And long story short, I think I need to know more about our family's past. Long story short, shit is whack. What's your uh, insight bonus? One. Okay. I think your past is more than that. My passive insight is twenty-one. You don't really. 
catch anything odd. Um, what's your insight? Isn't it pretty high too? Insight. What's your bonus to it? Uh, I'm double proficient. I figured. So it's the plus ten. You two both catch this slight glance towards each other with between a Kairana and Abaddon. It was like this uncomfortable glance. Um, with that, Kizzy is shifting gears to watch them. Well, what would you like to know? I mean, you, you know most of the things about this family, about how we've come to be such a large influence in this part of the world. Hmm. I think it's less about our influence on the world and more about specific family members, mainly great-grandma. Well, um, <clears throat> of, of your your great grandmother, um, sh- she was one of the founding members of this city. So I mean, very influential, very important. Mm-hmm. Um, as many young elves do, as much as yourself, adventured a little bit in her youth, but of course returned home and started a family. Insight check in terms of uh, if seeing if they're in- being intentionally vague. It's not great. That is a ten. You're not sure. Okay. It's still possible. You, you can kind of interpret however you want. He just, he seems to be well, maybe a little bit taken aback by the question, maybe. But uh, he does he seems to be being honest in everything he says. Does my passive insight catch anything? Yeah. He is being very intentionally vague. I'm like, I could do that hey, without daddy. the insight check. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he doesn't want, he, you get the sense he doesn't want to talk about her. Why would we talk about all the crimes? So, obviously they know about my wild magic. Do they know about the vision? That I had. Did you tell them? I assume I would have. Then because yeah. I would have been a little kid, and, and they kind of like probably would have done everything to convince <clears throat> you is just some odd vision of gaslighting motherfuckers. You you were young. They their main concern back in the day was helping you get your magic under control. Um, <laughs> and that wild ma- they knew and knew what the wild the source of wild magic was or what what caused it, and so that whatever dream you'd had was nothing to really worry about. It was just probably just some vague thing from your wild magic is really what they would have, they passed it off as back when you were young. And then pretty much immediately got you enrolled in school like most young elves would not be allowed in school that early, but they used their influence to get you put in (laughs) and trained you to control, trying to train you to control your wild magic. Yeah. Well, as I've been adventuring, I've been noticing my wild magics become a little bit more unstable. And I'm gonna let you leave if you say that shit. Right. And the we'll fight them. I've had more visions, and I know that Great Grandma Zenithia is involved. What would make you think that, dear? If you're ha- if you're having visions, then I think that you need to maybe we should get you back in touch with the, the college. If I may interrupt, I usually get visions, and well, they're actually really important. Like the spirits are telling me to like help with the world and nature. So. Um, they seem very taken aback by being like by, by that, but don't seem very convinced. They're. I could try a persuasion check. That would be awfully ro- to roll that, but they don't really want to validify these. No, visions. no, I figured. So, but I just didn't want her be like, "I'm having visions," and they'd be like, "Oh, you're just crazy," you know. And then her be the only crazy one. We could be crazy together. To your parents. I mean, I've enough. had visions too, and they've been gifted to me by the gods. So. They're just like, cool, a bunch of crazy people. Zenithia, it's, it's very important you learn to control your magic. I am aware of that, and I am doing a very good job at it, I'd say. The college helped a lot, but... But since you've been adventuring, you said it's been getting harder to control. Mm, maybe that was the wrong place of words. 
It's gonna say it definitely I've, is. I've been just using my magic more, so things tend to happen. Can someone pass the pears? I'll use <laughs> Mage Hand to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Absinthe. There's like one left. <laughs> <laughs> Bitsy would have all the fruit. <laughs> I mean, you you can understand, of course, why we're concerned. I mean, your wild magics hurt you in the past. It's also saved our asses a couple times, so. Yes, but if adventuring has there taught me a... anything, it's that absent has stopped eating by this point. Disgust. I am not going to get better, or I'm not going to understand more about myself unless I experience the world. And in doing so, I've discovered more about. Eh, well, not discovered, but I've learned. Uncovered. Uncovered. Thank you. Ollie. Uncovered more things about. Maybe about Grandma Zenithia and our family in general. Well, you can understand why I might find that hard to believe. I mean, your your grandmother, your great grandmother, was very influential here. Spent most of her days here, except for her traveling part that you mentioned right before. Can I insight that and see if they are lying? Yeah, you can. You can roll an insight check. Nah, it's a nine. It seems legit. He, he said he didn't say he. She spent all of her time here. He said she spent most of her days here. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing about that that rings incorrect for anything you've heard or seen. Yeah. Hmm. I've come into contact with some powerful magic sources and I have got a couple visions and the staff was there and someone directly said, Lady Zenithia, and I know it wasn't me because I've never experienced that before. Perhaps it was just a dream, dear. Stop it. I, I was not... She's an adult. Yes, but I... We were all standing around her when this happened. And did you see her her vision, as she calls it? It wasn't ours to see. Then how could you be sure it wasn't just something created in her own mind? No one she's, she's not a liar? Either. I'm not saying she doesn't believe it. Maybe I'm really glad I didn't have traditional parents, if this is how they act. I couldn't vote against parents enough. Just... You, you two are starting to get this sense of not... Th- they're afraid... Oh, yeah. They are trying to avoid the, this subject because they don't want to talk about it. Well, no shit. What do I need for his honor truth? <laughs> Sitting silent at the table. He's oh, Grammy. Grandma. Grandma. I was going to say what was Grandma doing. She but... is very quietly continuing to eat her breakfast. Guess we know who we're going to go talk to after breakfast. Maybe this is something that are talked in private. I agree. Perhaps, Zenithia, you'd like to come to our room later after breakfast. And we- I'm sorry, but we are also very fiercely protective of Zenithia. As I said, she's saved our asses a couple times. Uh, we, uh, we, we appreciate that. Thank you so much for keeping her safe. Mm, this breakfast sure did go sour. No, you guys have supported me, and you've frankly saved my butt. So, I think that you deserve to know as much as I know. Oh. I mean, at this point, I think we're all <laughs> stuck together. Closer than brothers. I'm 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 sorry, Zenithia. We just we don't know what else to tell you about your grand your great grandmother. Really, are they lying? I mean, yeah. Yeah, they don't know what else to tell. Her. They they. It's hard to tell. Like, they there's clearly they're uncomfortable about the subject. There there's something about the subject that makes them uncomfortable. How long ago was the Civil War? About eight hundred years ago. So it's safe to assume she was alive during that point. Yeah, yeah great grandma. When was the city founded? The city founded? Uh, roughly 600 years ago. Okay. Hmm. This, um, I mean, what is it that you really wish to know, Zenithia? I need to know how I'm connected to Grandma Zenithia. 
because I think that is a key part of my magic and a lot of things in play in the larger world. Well, you're her great-granddaughter, obviously. I somehow... check. Okay. He's 24. As far as you can tell, that seems to be the truth. Okay. We haven't really gone over uh, what we all have been through. However, uh, we have uh, met up with a couple of champions of Solana, one gifted with Solana's sight, and saw something uh, very unique about Zenithia. I was just thinking about Shattered Soul. Yeah, that she possesses many souls, and that her visions may be tied to past lives. Well, we certainly wouldn't know anything about that. I, I, I don't know much about souls and past lives. What's Grammy doing right now? She's still, she's still very quiet. She's kind of just watching the conversation. I'm paying attention to parents and her. She is, would be Zenithia's grandmother. Mm-hmm. So, daughter. So Zen, great-grandma Zenithia's daughter. Yeah. So Kizzy and Absinthe definitely get the sense that she is intently listening to the conversation, but is not participating in it. Does she make any eye contact at all? Like, does she look up and look at our faces or anything? She is just eating breakfast, and I mean, she's now kind of politely looking at the like looking at you guys in the conversation as you talk, um, but not making any significant eye contact. Even if I'm staring at her. I mean, if if you speak, I mean, she might occasionally like to look at you and like make. Eye contact, like noticing it, but then just passively continues on. This bitch. Okay. Why are you so fast to to discount these visions I've been having? We just don't want you to spend all of your time focusing on something that may be nothing. What if it's not nothing? What if it's something? How can you be sure? <laughs> I'm sorry. Busy's not okay with that. She has visions all the time. I know. There's just not your... nothing. <laughs> your face was so good. <clears throat> oh, it's man. a pity this is an audio medium. It's too specific to not be something. You can't tell me that seeing a portion of the world from my great-grandmother's perspective and seeing through what would presumably be her eyes is nothing. You can understand how that would sound strange to us. Your father never experienced anything like that. Are you touched by magic like she is? No. Is anyone in your family touched by magic like she is? Um, I, I know that my mother has some magic. I got I like good looking at her. Yes, she goes, that is true. I, I am blessed with some magic. It's not as wild as mine, though, right? No, it's not. Yeah. Birthright, book, patron, God. Um, it, it is in my blood, much like my my granddaughter here. But it's not the same, is what she's saying. It's um, she's saying it's so he is blessed by magic the, the same way that Zenithia is. She's a sorcerer, but there's a breakdown in sorcerer too. Mm-hmm. And what if your mother, older Zenithia, Lady Zenithia? Was she also touched by magic like our Zenithia is? I believe so, yes. I mean, I, I know that she did, she did practice magic and I, by blood as well. Do you know what yours it derives from? It is of a similar source to Zenithia's. Not as powerful, certainly. What is Zenithia's magic derived from? That's something that we haven't really... It's been unknown. It's been something that's been in the blood of our family for as far as I know. So then your mother also, like her parents as well? I don't know much about my grandparents. They they died in Cianodel. Hmm. How old was Lady Zenithia when that happened? Do you know? She was just an adult, I believe. Hundred-ish. And Cianodel blew up when? The uh, beginning of the Civil War about seven, or about 800 years ago. Hmm. That's concerning. <laughs> Grandma, do you know anything about a group called the Circle of the Forgotten? I can't say that I do. 
about just druids in general? I've heard legends of druids. Did did Ravikath tell us um, when the druids disappeared, like a time period? End of the last cycle. Okay. That's been a while. Well, druids in general, they're whatever, they were non-part non part of the circle. That was when they went away. Okay. Does the name Barateth mean anything to you? Can't say that it does. Oh, yeah, great grandpa Barateth. <laughs> I still ship it. Yeah, thanks. She does seem to be being honest. I'll never question your validity, Zenithia. After talking to beings that I didn't even realize how important they are, there's no way that visions mean nothing, just like Bitsy said. Well, perhaps they, they do mean something, but it, we always felt it was much more important that you learn to control your magic so it didn't hurt you. You, you know that, that when it first came to you, that it put you into that horrible coma. Yeah. Kairana, uh, let's, let's not speak of that. You were in a coma? I don't actually know how long I was in. You know it was a week or two? Mm. You don't actually remember going into the coma? Yeah. Hmm. What? That's hinky as all shit. Cool. Do you remember anything before the coma? Yes, there was a magic explosion, and then I woke up in a hospital. But you don't remember where that was. Your magic explosion? Wait, where the explosion happened or where the hospital was? Doesn't remember where the magic explosion happened. You have no details of that. You just have a vague memory of that and then nothing. Mm. And they won't talk about it. Sus. Maybe we should talk about it, Zanny. But you guys don't know about it. Zanny have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, well. Well, I mean, we caught coma and then all of a sudden just like, Yeah. What if you were to fall into one again and we had no idea what to do? I don't even know how I came out of it last time, so. Zenithia, we know this is perhaps not the most comfortable conversation. We we are glad to see you home, though. There is no time to waste on this conversation, <sighs> period. And you know this, Zanny. Yeah. We need answers that we're here for, yeah. and then I need to take care of some things. I mean, I, we all do, but I want you to know this is important. This is important. I'm not sure how else we can help you. By telling the truth. All of the truth. Gizzy, would it be fair to say that the world is in danger? Constantly. Well, but I mean... Oh, significantly, constantly, life. significantly. <laughs> yeah. More so now than we've ever realized. I think that Great Grandma might be connected to a group that is possibly trying to end the world. <laughs> I think they're doing the opposite. They're trying to delay... Whatever. Sure, yeah, yeah, okay. And and why would you want to know more about this? Why would you want to be connected to this? Uh, All the more reason why you should not pursue this. Oh, they're the leave it alone until it goes away kind of parents. <laughs> they're rich people. <laughs> <laughs> they're reliant on their own wealth to be like, everyone else will deal with the problem. Well, you know, she can't really not have connections with them now. What? <laughs> Didn't you say that those have spoken to you asking? They know you. Uh, they yeah. asked me what about other names you? may Zenithia have gone by? You, Lady Zenithia or this one? I, I wouldn't you? know of any. I'm beginning to doubt the wisdom of allowing you to go out into the world. <laughs> Holy symbol in hand. This is going so poorly. Yeah. Perhaps this is something we should discuss later in private. I suppose. You can have a pet spider. It's all good. I, I know that you, you've all said you were tired, so um, perhaps some rest is in order. I refuse to sleep. They're going to murder us in, their, in our sleep. When, when, when you're rested, come, come see your mother and I. And so they, uh, they like stand up, and your mother does look a, a little bit 
distressed by the conversation, but your father and her dismiss themselves. And I don't think we should be alone, buddy assistant. I was How goodness. evil do you think my parents are? They're rich. So? And I, terrifying. I don't think they're evil. I think they I lack just, empathy. I just really think that you should have Are you having this conversation with, with his grandmother still in God, the room? No. Probably. <laughs> these, these are all just significant looks. Yeah, that's probably true. Like, I don't It's the buddy system look of like. I've already told her she's got a pet spider, so. I'm just saying that. Your, your, your grandmother does stand up from the table. Come with me, Zanny, for a few moments if you would. Okay. He'll excuse us. Promise I will turn her shortly. And she walked with you back out to the sitting room. How far away is that? It's a, a fair distance. The house is humongous. More than 100 feet? Yes. I trust her with her grandma. She's like the it's... one person I do trust not to try to lock her up. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'll am i excuse myself. It's just you guys in the room now. No, I know. Be safe, Bitsy. Yep. So what are you going to do, Bitsy? Just pretend like I'm going back to my room. Okay. Where are you actually going to go? Uh, To the garden. Okay. Um, well, like one that's close but not in their eyesight. Okay. okay. I was—I didn't know if you're gonna be present for this conversation or not. No, I am trying to get away so that I can be present for other conversations. Fair enough. So, Zira turns and faces you. Goes, what is it that you are looking for, Zenithia? I just, yeah, mostly answers. But um, I've come into contact with some very powerful magical sources that have given me. These visions that are all too real and too specific to be dismissed. It's just dreams. And what are they? One is... It's like I'm from the perspective of someone else. And staff is there, and I'm in a place that I don't study, that I don't know. This is the staff you've mentioned before. Yeah. I don't really know what what to make of it, but it's too significant to... What, what leads you to believe it is of mother? The last one I had, there was someone that talked to me and used the name Lady Zenithia, and it wasn't anything I've experienced, and I don't see it possible being a vision of the future, because there was a city that I've never seen. Do I recognize it? You, you do. You do okay. recognize that it was Sianadel. Okay, and it looked like Sianadel, but that can't be. I can tell you that Mother did live in Sionadel in her younger years, before the Civil War. I cannot tell you much about her years before she met my father. Nobody can. Why? Because she's never shared those details. She was a very caring woman, but very secretive. You've spoken to me before of your vision Mm -hmm. and the staff. I never saw her with that staff. I don't think... Maybe I'm... I think it may have been used to destroy Sionadel. Maybe. Sionadel was destroyed by the war, darling. (laughs) Yeah. Two armies destroyed it from either side. From everything that I heard growing up, which you would know would have been within a a life... She grew up in the aftermath of that civil war. So it's crazy generations to everybody else here, but that was... She grew up just in the aftermath of that. One of the factions managed to disable the magic that protected the city and it was destroyed in the ensuing conflict. I, she had to have done something, had some something to do with that because that was it was too specific to just be a coincidence. I trust your judgment, but I unfortunately cannot give any much more light than I have in the past. Where can I find more information? 
Anywhere? Lisa said she was a secretive woman. She is buried here. But you know that, don't you? You actually don't know that. Okay. I do now. Where? <laughs> you you would know that there is a section of the city that is basically like a graveyard, like a very fine graveyard. It's uh, called uh, the Resplendent Grove. I'm no spider. Okay. Make my way back. <laughs> would mother and father have... They, they wouldn't want me to go there, would they? No. She says that with absolute certainty. Mm. Why are they so against this? Because you've been there before. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, we gotta go there. Uh, when? About a hundred years ago. Oh, no. Why was I even there? That I can't tell you. Oh, no. Hmm. You know I have to go back, right? I do. And your mother would be quite angry with me, but I am her mother. The Moonsnow fortune is still in my name as long as I live. (laughs) (laughs) She's the best! (laughs) Like like I mentioned, she is in much plainer, while still fine clothes. She seems certainly much more humble than... (laughs) A little bit more aware. She was in the wooden shoes to the rise of greatness versus the... The silk slippers at the top. Be careful. I, uh, I appreciate this. I love you, Zanny. Run up and give her the biggest hug. She hugs you back. This is a very huggy family. Mm. Maybe Zanny needs to hug all of you now. Zanny hasn't nope. hugged any of you. Nope. <laughs> Absinthe has not gotten enough hugs. They come from a very stabby family. <laughs> oh, just saying. Um, I... I understand if mother and father don't think that me being out and about going on wild adventures is a good idea, but I think it's been exactly what I needed. You seem stronger. I feel it, too. Well, if your mother asks, I've been laying down for my nap. (laughs) Have fun. Uh, Okay. So where are you going to go now, Zanny? Well, I've gotten... Back? I think so. Are you going to the dining hall? Or to where Zanny is? Last time I saw where Zanny was, I guess. So you know that Zanny went kinda of went towards the sitting hall last or the okay. sitting room last. You could go. Yep, wherever. So you you probably get there about the same time that Zenithia and Zira are finishing their conversation. Okay. Can I covertly signal her? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Very oh, covert. You can do like the the dancing spider. You or could climb up onto Zanny. <laughs> yeah, well, I just didn't want to surprise Zanny. Like, how big a spider are we talking? Not very yeah. big. Ah, uh, after that conversation, I'll make my way back to the dining room. Okay. Can I just like I don't know on a shoe or something? Yeah, you can hitch a ride. Hitch a ride. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Like on a shoe, like in the yes. tongue or something. Do you know so she can't? So you, you make your way back to the dining hall. The others are waiting for you. Zanny's been gone maybe five minutes. You okay, Zanny? Much better now. Really? Mm, I think we have a direction. Should we go now? Would I have any idea if like, like it's open during the day or at night? You, or... not to the best of your memory, never been there. Okay, cool. But I they mean... use modify memory on you. Dun, dun, dun. No, I think that was just a coma, but maybe. Yeah, it was a coma of modify memory. You can, If you have the spell prepared, you can get rid of it. I mean, if you give me an hour and, um, oh shit, go. Diamond dust worth a hundred gold pieces. Well, <laughs> oh, I have that in this drawer over here. <laughs> oh, 
Um, so if I take an hour, can I do that? You would you would have to go and get a hold of the diamonds for that. Do we want to leave now? I said, if you give me an hour. But if we leave now, your parents can't stop us from leaving. I mean, if we leave in an hour, they will think that we're sleeping. That's gotta be sneaky. No, I don't think you have to sneak in this big of a place. Unless someone's watching us. Are there well, more than like? Are there guards around or like servants? There's been servants walking. Around. I mean, Bethan is just one of the house servants. Are they gonna tell on you? I say we just go now. Okay. I won't cure you of your lost memories. Maybe later. Okay. I mean, what but, if they help though? We don't know if that's true. It, I mean, a trying won't hurt. Yeah. Yeah. We're still at the. Do you have speak with dead prepared? Speak with dead. I don't have that prepared. So would it take me two hours to prepare those? Yes. Um. No, I don't time. Okay. All right. So what's the plan? Do you need time to prepare spells? If you don't care right now, we don't need to. I don't. I don't. You could all leave and take an hour elsewhere. That's true. We could go do some shopping in the town. Oh, Zenithia, you know me so well. I'd love to get a new dress. Yeah. She says with a completely dead face. <laughs> Super convincing. Before Thank I leave, you. though, I got to make sure I look good. So we'll do that. And then we'll go. Also, for doing shopping, everyone gets 1,500 gold from uh, the dragon lair. That's true. Did we not divvy that up? I don't think we, no. I don't think, because it's very end. I, I was copying notes over and I saw dragon lair, 9,000 gold. <laughs> How much do we get? 1,500. Ooh, that's a lot of money. Ooh, that's a lot of gold. Okay, then yeah, I would say we would just waltz on out. I don't know how to waltz. How did Absinthe not know how to waltz? Absinthe's a bar. <laughs> right? To invent it first. So are you guys going to actually go shopping first or just going to make your way over there? I thought we were just using it. I would like to go shopping, but it doesn't have to happen right now. Let's do that afterward. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, we'll go. Is Asher going to come with us? I'm like, yes. I Asher am... is not going to stay behind. Oh, no. no. Asher could stay behind. I'm and like, Asher could disguise himself as Zenithia. <laughs> or, absolutely. better idea, I could stay here and tell your mother that you and I are getting married. No. <gasps> yes. How hilarious yeah. would that be? No. Come with us, Asher. All right. What if they approve? Oh, even worse. Are we all with you? I mean, obviously. Hey, where's Bitsy? We would have totally tried to find Bitsy before we left. Oh, yeah. Very covertly. We would have been in the garden being like, every like random bird and be like, Bitsy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you show yourself or you just. Well, I wouldn't like unchange. I would just, you know, try to get their attention. All right, I'm, I'm sure that you could eventually, with them people looking for animals acting oddly, eventually see this little spider on Zenithia's shoulder. Bitsy? Time's like, that's Bitsy. I know that spider. Don't oh, smash okay. it. Oh, it's got okay. tattoos. So yeah, you got Bitsy as a spider with you. Well, you know, if you had rested, I was fearing for safety. All right. So you're going to head over to the uh, the grove then, the re- the uh, resplendent grove. Like I said, you've never come here before. It's part of the terrace above your families where all the temples are located. What kind of temples? Um, just like like mausoleum temples, or well, the, the on the it's the the ash the ash terrace is what this terrace is referred to as. It's where you have the temple to Doima, Hestev, Somea, Tavana, and Kelteo, and then also a large part of this terrace is given over to the Respendent Grove, which all of them have their their people buried there. There's a Somea one here. Yeah, I know. I need to make a bit stop. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the Respendent Grove probably takes up half a third to half of this, and it's beautiful trees that have been cared for and, and maintained to be just 
absolutely beautiful. There are mausoleums along the main roads and on plots given over to, to families, and it's it's gorgeous. And it's, it's just a very peaceful atmosphere as, as you walk into it. Um, again, you, you feel like you've never been here, but it's, it feels familiar. Mm-hmm. You, you make your way. You don't know where her mausoleum is. I would assume that if it's my family, it might be the biggest one. Or close to. Or the oldest one. Yeah. Okay. Are you just going to look around for that? Or yeah. Okay. Can we ask for directions? Is there a gravekeeper? As if you spend a little bit of time, you do eventually see a dark-robed figure kind of wandering. Like, just like they're supposed to be in the graveyard. They're just wearing robes of Solana. It's just some random person. We ask <laughs> right. them. They're like, I don't work here. No, you... you you guys are very familiar with the Church of Solana at this point, and you immediately recognize yeah. one of the, the keepers of a graveyard. And it's a priest. It's actually a drow with a white hair short, purple streak in it. It's a goth. Gre- oh, greetings. Uh, are you here to mourn someone today? Every day. Yeah. All of us. Okay. That's a bit dark. Our future is a bit dark, Zanny. Working on that. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm looking for the moon snow. Oh, well, I, I can direct you that way. Please, please follow. Thank you. Um, and leads you deep into the center of the the grove. And there's a large, like, circular area with beautiful, like, mosaic trees and just sun, moon, trees, like, just beautiful things. And there's probably four major plots around this, and one of them is the moon snow plot. Um, I'm going to have Thomas flying above to see if we're being followed in any capacity. You're not. Okay. It, it'd be real easy to see. Okay. Because it's, it's open. Yeah. But there's a few people wandering, mm-hmm. but they all seem like they're supposed to be here. You are led to the opening of the moon snow plot. Everything here is just gorgeous. It's not really a ton of people buried here because it's not a super old city. I mean, 600 years is not old for an elven city. So there's basically like a few family members, like the parents of your great-grandfather. And your your grand your your grandfather's buried here. Um, couple cousins. I mean, it's not a lot. Um, and you are very quickly able to find the mausoleum of Zenithia Moonsnow, mm. which is a little bit eerie in a sense. Yeah, like reading your own name on a gravestone. Uh huh. It's where we'll all be soon. Everyone dies. Go. We're not gonna get gravestones <laughs> if the world ends. <laughs> the stone that makes up her particular mausoleum is of a different color than any stone you've seen in the city or anything it's it's a granite like there's like there, it's, a, it's a silver flecked granite i'm finished to a mirror shine and just it's a distinct from anything else you've really seen but do you do you enter it's a it's a it's a mausoleum with a door oh okay is the door open or closed or is closed. it like an okay what's that made out of same stone okay right. it takes a little bit of strength to open but it opens quietly how <laughs> big is it it's actually it's 15 by 10 you, you walk in and Inside, it's surprisingly simple when compared to like the grandness of the outside and everything you've seen. Smooth walls, smooth, uh, simple pillars, and one casket at the opposite end of the door. It's high up on a raised platform, and there are high windows with stained glass along, along the sides, pretty high up. There's like blues and purples in them kind of casting an interesting color pattern inside of here. Um, and above that lone casket, kind of behind it, is a statue of a woman life-size holding a staff that you've seen before, Zanny. Fucking only your vision. piece of shit. <laughs> what staff? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, 
Zenithia Moonsnow, even in stone, resembles her great-granddaughter greatly. Some difference in the chin and eyes, but unmistakably related. Wears simple robes and a distant, serious expression. So you all walk in and that's what you see. Oh, Zanny, wow. Mm-hmm. You've never been here before? Not that I know of. Is there any crystals or evidence of... Would you like to roll an investigation check? An explosion. <laughs> you know, one that might have caused a coma. God, I didn't see shit. I will assist. Someone who can see and... Oh, that is a 21. Looking around, and it's hard to tell at first, because it seems like there was efforts painstakingly made to cover it up. There are a lot of imperfections in the stonework here, but kind of in lines and arcs along the walls and floor. Almost as if someone's wild magic went off. And then they chipped it off. <laughs> Almost as if someone's wild magic went off and they chipped it off and tried to cover it. The epicenter of that is the center of, of the room in front of the casket. It is a notably larger effect than you've seen Zenithia's magic have thus far. Because usually it's within four or five feet. This is, you can see evidence of it throughout the entire mausoleum. Oh, Zanny, wow. Zanny. Yeah. Could you roll a wisdom saving throw for me? Wisdom saving throw? Oh boy, that sounds like fun. Oh, we're all in here. Yep. Yeah, that's a six. <laughs> you feel very drawn to the platform. The platform that formerly can, was, that, had... That the, the casket is set on. Oh. Can I, like, not be on Danny anymore? <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's up to you, man. You guys might need to stand back. Yep. I'm doing it. I will walk up to it. Pull out that shield. <laughs> Duh. I'm just gonna, like, hang so, in a corner of the ceiling. Like. It's almost like your eyes find this. In the stonework, there's a different inlay of stone, and it's only a different grain of stone that's a runic pattern about the size of your hand. Oh, God. I'm going to touch it. There is a bright flash as Zanny slowly lifts into the air, eyes closed. Magic seems to crackle and snap, almost crystallizing the air around her. There is a sharp, crackling burst just as her wild magic is done before, and it arcs out throughout the entire room. Purple and black crystals left in its wake, only it's the entire room again. I'm on the ceiling. (laughs) This is the first time that I mean, Oleg, you've gotten hit by it before. <laughs> this is the first time that it hurts. The actual arc of magic hitting you sears painfully, and you take 25 damage. <laughs> Even me as Even a spider? Even you as a spider. And you, Zanny hovers in the air for a few moments and then drops to the floor unconscious. Uh, oh, I'm right there at her side like, Zanny, Zanny. I'm no longer a spider. You're no longer a spider. You actually fall from the ceiling. I do. I'm going to cast uh, Cure Wounds on Danny. Doesn't seem to have an effect. I smack her face a little. She's out. Is it? Is it a similar... Do I recognize the unconscious? As what? Because I've been unconscious because of visions before. Because um, like when the door opened... And it, does, the... it does seem like something has like magical has taken Zanny unconscious. Oh, identify. What, me? <laughs> yeah. Sure is Zanny. At the very least, I could see if you've been cursed. I have a wand of detect magic, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's <Boop>. magic. <laughs> I cast Lesser Restoration. We'll get back to that. Oh, fudge. Zenithia, as has happened several times before, you feel your sense of self and everything around you fade away, 
all feelings giving way to your visions. Once more, you see the study, your study, with the Mistrot staff across the desk. You feel your hand close around it, again touched by the sense of friendly familiarity. You once again see your visitors arrive, the dark-skinned man asking if you're ready. A view of Sionadel, whole and beautiful from a window high in your estate. Turning from it, you follow your associates through a door. And then a new scene, in the hills just beyond the city walls. The man addressing half a dozen others wearing similar wooden armor to his companion. Each of a different race, but all wearing the symbol you now know belongs to the Circle of the Forgotten. The same symbol you wear on your brooch. Tonight, you hear him say, while the city gathers to honor the king at the height of celebration, we'll move in and secure the convergence. He turns then to look at you, his expression set and serious. His next question an echo of what he asked you earlier. Is everything ready, Lady Zenithia? You meet his eyes and nod. Do you feel a pang of nerves and doubt that you bury deeply? Of course, Veritas. Your voice is confident and sure as the scene gives way to another. You tap the staff against a large stone doorway, opening it to allow the others to pass through, purple runes snaking from the place the staff touches. As the man, Veritas, moves through, he turns back to you, nodding to indicate a job well done, but that the task is not yet complete. And now you're at the party. Beautiful decorations and dresses glimmer in the light of a hundred fey lanterns. Everyone happy and blissfully unaware. A hand touches your shoulder, and you turn to see the smiling face of an older elven man with dark hair. The face of your father. Your heart leaps painfully in your chest as his smile broadens. Our business finished earlier than expected, so your mother and I were able to return just in time for the celebration. I would have hated to miss it, he says, as the rest of his words fade off to nothing. Everything goes dark. Empty. No feeling of body or senses in the void. And then a rumble of thunder. A low growl from the sky above, so dark that no trace of sun or moon can pierce it. And then, a spear of light cracks from cloud to ground in an intense flash that for a moment illuminates the ruins of a city. Tumbled walls, broken streets, all long empty. The shell of a home you once knew, almost immediately reclaimed by darkness, as the peal of thunder, once deafening, rolls off into the desolate hills beyond. Rain hits dry earth, the dusty smell of land longing for water reaching your nose, mixed with the crisp smell of lightning that still lingers. As you become aware of the feel of the rain against your skin, there's another flash. But this one lingers and doesn't come from the sky. A crackling blast of purple energy bursts from the end of the Mistrot staff in your hands, its own roar filling your ears as it tears down the abandoned streets, casting shadows through broken storefronts and homes. Where it strikes a wall, there's a burst and a shattering of stone, the remnants left behind glowing dimly from the arcane touch of your magic and silhouetting another figure in that light. Above the storm, you hear his voice call out, Zanny, listen. Before he can say more, another arcane bolt sears the air. No, Veritas, you do not get to call me that. I am not a child any longer, nor am I your lover. That, Zanny, is gone. Zenithia, you don't understand. You scoff and slam your staff against the stones at your feet. A line of glowing energy immediately extends between you and the man, the ground swelling as the power builds until it bursts with an ear-splitting crack. At the far end of the line, your magic is met with a blue wall of force, as you see Barateth shielding himself with a sword held before him, the light from the sapphire heartstone now filling the area. You used me. Knew that as a child, my link to the past would be weaker. Strong enough to draw on those memories that suited you, certainly, but not enough to remember everything. Another blast, parried by Barateth, though you see it send him back half a step. Enough to use my place in the city to advance you and the Circle's goals. Get you what you wanted. I did what I had to do, for the Circle and for Alia. To think this is about me? About power? Accessing the convergence below Ciudadel had always been a plan. Your plan. I had to act quickly or lose the chance forever. Without its power, 
We have lived thousands of years. When have we ever taken a chance just because it was available? Again, you erupt the ground between the both of you, shards of stone and arcane debris filling the street now. This time, he sweeps the blade through the air to meet the attack. The impact of the two powers clash more intense than the thunder that still fills the sky above. Your anger, cold and bitter before, flares at the fact he won't fight back. You gave me the staff before I was ready, going against all the magic I so carefully wove into it. You sacrificed my city, my family, a sacrifice that was not yours to make, all so you could gain access to a single convergence. Also, Emakir and Laekin could destroy each other and lose us access to a handful of others. How could I have known? The almost ignorant response makes the muscles in your jaw tighten. You could have waited and asked me, bought time, quieted the conflict between the states until conditions were right again. But you didn't. You did what you thought was right, and look where it got you. This time, you sense the lightning before it strikes. The electricity in the air dancing across your skin as you twist the staff to redirect it to strike at Baratath. Stones shatter all around him as he channels what does strike him through the sword and into the ground, avoiding the brunt of the attack. Frowning, you decide to change strategy. Perhaps it shouldn't surprise me, though. You did betray your brothers. Why not betray me, too? Barateth's reaction is immediate. You see, even from here, as his expression twists with pained anger and regret, you hear the growl of rage and remorse as the blade of terror render ignites blue, coloring even the ominous clouds above in its radiance. I did not betray them. As the sounds of his cry reach you, you watch the blade shear through the air, the wave of energy sheeting off in a broad arc. The energy hits you, and even with the staff held before you, you feel its immense power rip across you painfully. But your goading words had worked, and you watch as the blade's glow dims to a muted flicker while it begins to recharge. You'll have to be quick. Straightening from the pain, you grasp the mistrot staff in both hands and let its power wrap around you. A crystal and armor encases your body as a cloak of shadows billows behind. The rush of power you feel is immense, nearly overwhelming, but you're in control of it. In a flash, you have crossed the distance between the two of you, staff clashing with sword. You strike and he parries, and you can see on his face he knows his mistake, his folly. There's an acceptance there that almost makes you relent. Almost. And if this were only about Cianadel, perhaps you would. With a final tearing crash, hidden amongst the angry thunder above, you feel your magic tear through him. Watch him smash back against a wall, the stones nearly buckling, as he slides to the ground, bloodied and breathless. The rain is heavy now, washing away the blood from his wound as quickly as it spills, the thirsty earth absorbing it all greedily. You stand above the wounded man as he looks back up at you. He knows he doesn't have long, but you both know that doesn't matter much. Again, his expression is one of acceptance, but this time mingled with deep regret. He takes a struggling breath. I didn't betray you. Your fury satisfied, you feel a moment of regret yourself. For those to be the words you wanted to speak in his limited time, but it's not enough to overcome and steal the decision you made before even coming to this place. Still, you nod. I know, Veriteth. I know. But I cannot have you interfering in what must be done. As you stand there, hearing the storm begin to pass beyond the city, you feel the mist drop form drop away, leaving only a lock of white hair to mark that it was ever there at all. Your grip tightens on the staff as you stand over him, your expression hardening. Do not come looking for me. While you're in your limbo awaiting your new body, I will put the circle right and then I will disappear. What you do after that is up to you. I will put the mistrot staff beyond your reach and pray for both our sakes we do not meet again. He does not argue or try to rise. 
A few feet away, his sword is embedded in the stones, the blue pulsing glow of the heartstone lighting his paling face. Weakly, he speaks. Zanny, I'm... His voice faltered. And you plunge the sharp crystal end of the staff into his chest and twist. He tenses, locks eyes with you once more, and goes still. I'm sorry, too. The blade and stone glow more brightly before vanishing in a flash. Return to the circle once more, and leaving you with only the dim purple light of the staff illuminating the grim scene. For a moment, you can see your face reflected in the many facets of the crystal. Grim, cold, and touched with the necessary regret. But there's no time to waste on mourning the course that events have taken. You turn and begin walking deeper into the ruins of the city you once called home. The rain still pouring down around you, thunder still rumbling in the distant sky. Zenithia, you find yourself in darkness again, as the vision and rain around you fade, feeling suddenly very weak, drained. But you realize not alone. Turning, you see another figure not far from you, amber eyes turn in your direction. She's an elf, with a coppery tone to her skin that marks her as having at least some mixed blood. Her dark hair is held back in a rather tight bun, and the clothes she wears appear to be mixed between robes and some kind of military uniform, dark purple in color, trimmed with gray, but bearing no symbols you recognize apart from a silver circle divided by a single line as a pin on her shoulder. You realize you have seen her face before, but merely as a reflection. She reaches out and gently touches the side of your face, the feeling friendly and familiar. Just a little bit more. You get one more flash of vision in your mind, though it seems hazy and out of focus high above the land, circling as the wind rushes around you. Below, along the coast of a sea, you can just make out the shape of where a city once was. Perhaps millennia ago. Maybe more. All that's left? The foundation stones of the largest buildings and the ghosts of some stone roads. At the center stands a tall, long-dead tree that you can just make out from here. A tree and the slightest hint of a glint of purple light. And then your strength gives out and you see nothing more. You son of a bitch. Wow. So, so Zanny, come to conscious, and you're, you're very disoriented. I'm cradling your head. You, you do look up, and you see Kizzy's face looking concerned. There's an arc of crystal across her chest where the, your magic struck her. Oh, that's dope. Hell. And you're you're it, you're not sure how long it's been. Yeah, you also have four levels of exhaustion. Oh God! Oh damn! Sandy, are you okay? What? You passed out after magic exploded from you, and I assume this is probably very similar to what happened here before. Are you okay? I feel like garbage. Oh, well, you don't look like garbage. Let's get you up. Come on. Actually, she kind of does look like trash. Be quiet. Sandy uh, has never and will never look like trash. Well, I mean, comparatively. None of us will. I mean, None to be fair, will. she probably looks better than me still, but... It's not about that right now. What happened to your chest? Your your magic kind of... It, it went everywhere. There was no dodging it. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine. We're fine. I think it might be time for that rest. Do you want to go home, or...? Has anyone... Has anything happened with the, like, casket or the tomb or anything? It's got crystal yeah. on it. Someone's going to come in here and be like, what the fuck? Not again. God damn it. <laughs> I think it looks prettier. Should we skip town before your parents find out? They don't have to know. No. They're going to find out. She needs like six naps. You basically, yeah. So, yeah, I'll see yeah. what I got. Do you Let's... want a nap here in town or do we want to head off to Jarmo? Let's just stay here for a little bit. Okay. She got that bed. Do you want cuddles? 
I'm happy to oblige. Oh God, I'm happy. Sure. He he says that, but you can tell that there is actual concern in his expression for you. It's more of he's saying that to kind of get you fired up a little bit. Yeah, I just give him like a really weak like kind of slap on the cheek. <laughs> he 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 totally just like <laughs> oh, goes with it like oh, Danny, you monster. Oh, like maybe you should help Danny out. I so do strong. have some stuff to help remove levels of exhaustion if you want me to. Sweet. We can do that when we How? get back home. Oh, it's like, how <laughs> many do you want I me to believe remove? at this point, your speed is half. Oh, probably. Yeah. I'm just going, you can just carry me, buddy. Yeah, I, I can just. We're, we'll just, I'll clear the street ahead of us. Moving, uh, move aside. We're, we're walking here. Maybe we should give you one before you get to your house so that your parents don't ask questions. I'm just like, if. If Oleg carries you yeah. into the, your parents' house, as I, they're gonna find out anyway. Okay, they've always she known you were. Yeah, they just know that I was. Well, I mean, how often do they go to this tomb? They don't have to know. I'm just like outside, you don't have to say just anything. shaking all the crystal off the clothing. <laughs> that is Oleg a problem. <laughs> scooping it up, <laughs> putting it into little vials. I'd say just go back and pass out. Actually, take your nap. Yeah. Right. I have two potions, but you can have one. We'll rest first. I'll be fine. So, yeah, I would say just go back and... Resty rest? Yeah. I mean, we're all probably pretty tired. You're all tired. Zanny looks... Haggard. Yeah, yeah haggard's a good word for it. had a rough day. Moment. <laughs> that was Life? something else. So you have any visions this time? What do you think? Almost definitely. That's Get some fine. sleep in you before we'll talk. Yeah. So glad I don't get visions. Man, okay, so then back to house. You make your way back to the town, back to your house. You've only probably been gone an hour, hour and a half maybe, and you're able to make your way in. Your parents are still probably up having whatever discussion they're having. To, um, and you're able to kind of make your way back to your rooms separately if you want to. Or I'm going to pass out in my bed. You guys can do whatever you want. I'm probably going to stay in the room with Yeah, I was going to lay down and kiss it, or in nap the... time in the tub. <laughs> Is the bed big enough? Well, yeah, Bitsy's not that big, so. Well, the bed's probably big enough for, like, three people. I mean, it is a big bed, but just. So is everyone going to kind of go hang out in Zanny's room while Zanny naps? Yeah. Is anyone going to take a long rest themselves? or? Yeah, because he'll probably take a seat. Yeah, I'll rest. Are you going to sleep on the couch in the library? You know that there's a big one in there. There's plenty of, there's, like, a couple of couches in the so sitting room. Fun. Go pass out in the garden. Leave the door open to the garden. Let some fresh air in. You guys, it, it's, like I said, it's like mid-60s, maybe getting to the 70s now. You guys feel really friggin' warm. Yeah. yeah. We, no, we're adapted to cold. Yeah, because he's fine. She's like hot. So you sit there comfortably in your bed. Like, maybe gets laid back and prance a little bit. And I put my head in her lap. And mull over what that. you just experienced. That. You, nothing really eventful happens during the next four hours when, when Zanny wakes up. My arms are like around Zanny's waist as my head is like on her leg. I was like, <laughs> seeping. Doing like the little snores. So, Olek and Kizzy are sleeping. Not time and absent. They're taking a nap. Yeah, I think napping. Thomas is keeping a watch. Okay. Asher will stay awake. He gets his spells back on a short rest. He's fine. He still got to sleep. He also wasn't. He does, but he, he's like, no, I'll, he's like, I'll stay awake. He doesn't like, like watching anybody. He's kind of out in the sitting room. He, he, probably, he probably dozes a little bit, but he's kind of trying to keep himself more alert. His cool mask is all covered in purple crystals now. It's even fucking cooler. 
So, Zanny, what do you do when you wake up? You... Every, everyone else is pretty much asleep, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I've He's got gonna... my arms around you. You ain't moving unless you wake me up. I'm just going to sit there and think. All right. After another four hours, it's into the afternoon now, and you all wake up. Oh, it's gonna sleep be schedule's already fucked. So fucked up. Oh, we'll go to drama. <laughs> It'll fix itself. I mean, you guys were just awake for like 15 hours or 20 hours straight almost. So, so you all wake up in a, in a nice Avancel afternoon. There's a little bit of, of clouds coming in. You may get a little bit of afternoon rain. Is it always nice here? It's a very light overcast. Like, it's not like a storm. It's like, oh, you're going to get a little bit of a, a shower this afternoon. And you know that's really common here. Are we, are we in a coastal city? You're, no, there's, you're not too far away. So uh, can we port, see? Uh, on a, if it was really clear, which it's not today, you okay. could probably see the ocean off in the distance. Okay. Um, but like this ma- like you're kind of in the foothills of the, the mountains that kind of run down the middle of this part of Amakir. Um, Avon Bay is the city. It's about a day away, and that's where you took, uh, you teleported from to get to Kahas. But yeah, you're, you're close enough that you get the effects of being a coastal city. Yeah. <laughs> and being on the mountain side, the, the weather just pulls up there and it rains. So rain is a very common occurrence here. Hmm. You feeling better? A little bit. Do you want something? I keep, I keep my arms around because I love you. I'll give you a kiss on the forehead. Oh, how cute. Thank you, Sandy. I'm going to give you some drugs. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> give her, it's a, it's a poultice. So you, you've managed to recover two levels of exhaustion. You still feel oh, yeah, like, pretty garbage. So now my speed is only halved, and I only have disadvantage on ability <laughs> check. It's afternoon? Yeah, early afternoon. Do you, do you feel like you've got the answers you came here for yet, Zanny? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are you happy with them? I mean, no, but uh-huh. I think I got all the information that I'm going to get. More than my parents will tell me, so... Everything bad. Most of it, yeah. Do you want to share it? Not right now. Maybe when we're not here. So should we go shopping? And then leave? <laughs> and then hit up a bar? Ah. I mean, how good is some of the family wine? Is there some old shit? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be like somewhere in the city where it's like a bar but there's like a private room that you can rent oh, out or me. something. Uh, yeah, I guess. And then you just sit in there with your like entourage and drink. If that's what you guys want. I don't really care. It broke Zinni. Yep. Yep. That luster and sheen that Zinnithia used to have worn away. And blasted away all over the inside of that mausoleum. <laughs> My personality, no. <laughs> all right. So what are you guys going to do? Um, Zinni, this is your city. Shouldn't you show us around like, I don't know, a host? Or yeah, did I you feel like garbage. Or did you spend so... most of your time at school, so oh, the city's kind of... I mean, I still lived here. Did you were ever allowed out? Based on how protective of your parents are. house? Yeah. Yes. Did you go out? They probably would have had Bethan go with yeah, you. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. What's cool, Zanny? It's there to do. Uh, Can we work on a timeline? Yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah. When do we want to head to... I'm not trying to rush our time here. I just... um. We have to get going. I get that. Time is short. With the horns, I'm well over six feet. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. Might be able to find something in the city that you wouldn't normally be able to get if you want to do some shopping. Elven stuff. I mean, after Elven getting stuff. that after getting that sweet dragon horde, that's... Oh, I have to go to a temple. I'll meet you guys later. Be in contact, and I'll head out. 
Okay. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. I'd like to get some enchanting tools while I'm here. Before we leave, I just probably need to talk to my parents and my grandma. Grandma, you're great. Parents? Sorry about me, and then leaves. <laughs> Mike want to go clean up the tomb again. You just want to do some general shopping in town then? I mean, because you're doing the temple. And I also want to buy a dress. Okay. Bruh. What? Yeah, we can go together. Okay. We got to get real nice outfits for this fancy thing that's happening in Jarmok. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So oh, you, you you go to the temple. It's very easy to find the different temples. Yes. Uh, there's no one for Aris here? Uh, not in the upper district. Okay. Um, so I would like to go to the Temple of Selmea, and um, if I'm approached, I'd just like to say that I want to um, leave an offering. Okay. Um, I guess, like, there's two platinum. How much is that? It's just 20 gold? Yeah. Yeah, I'll leave two platinum um, and kind of, like, pray to Selmea in a way. And um, it, Will I be accompanied, or could I be left alone? Um... As long as you're not like going, trying to go into like the temple proper, just where people would like. There, there, there's a sanctuary there. There's a there's a statue of uh, Silmea, both in her elven form and in her glorious silver dragon form. Is and there's, pla- there's there's little plates you can place offerings into, and there's not a ton of people here. There's maybe a few people at spots praying, but you would have some privacy to, to pray. Okay, so I I would go to one of the plates and leave the um, two platinum and. Uh, I take a moment and I focus very, like, I focus on my divine spark. And I say to Samaya, um, you have a follower who needs to return to where she left. Uh, her name is the Sail, and she needs to return to Halter as soon as she can. I think you know why. Roll a persuasion check. Oh. Ooh. It's a 24. As, as you're closing your eyes to pray, it is a very different feeling to what you normally do. Because like you said, you're focusing on the divine spark you have, which you're trying to communicate essentially as one divine being to another. I mean, obviously, like a much more diminished one, but yes. yes. That is the, I mean, that's the intention you have going forward. And so you before felt that your armor itself acts as a holy symbol in a way. So you kind of... Lay, lay your hand kind of upon the, the center of your, your breastplate as you pray. And distantly, in the back of your mind, you do kind of hear this low rumble of a dragon's, like, breath. And that's it. And just the sense that you were, in fact, heard. Okay. Um, I will say thank you. And then um, get up and leave. I'll leave, and then if anyone is there, I'll thank them for their time and uh, leave out, and then I'll check in with time, figure out where they are, and then group up. All right. What kind of shops are you looking for? I mean, enchantment. Okay. There is a a magic shop that's called Doima's Gift. Uh-huh. Um, they have any kind of enchanting supplies you would need there. It is on the, oh, the Laurel Terrace. They have a number of spell scrolls, a couple of wands, any kind of... Uh, Material components you might need, so they'd have chalk for you, Zanny, if you wanted more chalk. Yeah, let's do it. So just I'll kind of go through. They have spell scrolls of protection from undead, uh, blinding smite, contact other plane, demiplane, featherfall, legend lore, Liam and secret chest, magic missile, meteor swarm, protected from poison, sanctuary. There is also a wand of enemy detection, wand of secrets, and wand of magic missile. So that's what you have there as far as like the... The, the specialty stock of scrolls and stuff. I want to get 
three more uses of teleportation circle. All right. Being a moon snow, you're able to get it at the no marked up price, so 150 for three. May I obtain 100 gold pieces worth of diamond dust? Absolutely. Um, you probably would have grabbed that up at the temple district. There's probably a place there for divine spell components. How how much is the Wand of Magic Missile? The Wand of Magic Missile is 6,000 gold. <laughs> I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have 508 gold left. Oh, I only got 1,000 gold worth of gems on the robe. Oh, do they have an apothecary slash alchemy shop? They do have an alchemy shop. It is called Alchemist Shop, but it's A-L-K-E-M-I-S-T. <laughs> it's run by a, a half-orc. He just can't spell alchemist. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> would they have uh, herb stuff? They would too? have things for your, your herb things. Um, let me know what okay. herbs you want. I'll kind of give you quantities. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you want me to just do that later? Let's do it right now. Um, let's see. So I would like some whisper because we go through that like candy. And then any Rinwort, specifically dried ginkgo leaf. And then anything that's like rare that they might have. Um, they have two Wisp's Breath, three Rinwort, um, two ginkgo leaves. You all, they also have one Hyssop Dew, two Lily Thistle, and a Silver Thornberry. 72 gold. Oh, and then can I do the other ones? Um, I start the ones that I'm interested in. If it's more than like twenty gold, Total? one. <laughs> yeah. Like. Okay, I'll just put, I'll mark one on the things that are twenty gold. Okay, so I clear them out, and it ends up being two hundred and fifty-five gold. And then I did want to look for a sealable glass, large glass jar. Yeah, e- easily found. I mean, you can you can just find a, a general back? goods shop, and you get able to get a large sealable jar. How much does it set me back? A silver piece. Okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how much? With the enchanter supplies, um, just the supplies. It's a uh, fifty gold for like an enchanter's set. Okay. Um, Olik, anything you want to look at? Gotta look for weapons. All right. Well, there's a weapon shop and an armor shop. Oh, we're gonna have to make two stops. Which one do you want to go to first? Weapons, weapons. You go to the final song. Ooh, Ooh. I'm there too. I'm, I assume we're just traveling as a group. <laughs> yeah, it is. So you you walk in, beautifully crafted elven weaponry. I mean. Finely crafted. Um, you notice a lot of the things here tend seem to the the, the finer things are ranged weapons. Do um, they have any nice light crossbows? Uh, yeah. If I'm like I've got a plus one one. I'm just they have a plus two light crossbow. Hickety heck! How much? It is, is that? four thousand gold. They also have plus one ammunition for a crossbow and plus two ammunition for a crossbow. I get a discount if I drop my name. Maybe if you roll a persuasion check. There is also a javelin of lightning and a weapon of warning. Oh, a what? A weapon, basically, it's sting and will light up if there's enemies nearby. But it is locked in a special case on the back wall. Oh, that's going to be real expensive. (laughs) It's still a 13. Okay. I think I'd like to take this. All right. Mm 4,000? What kind of weapon is the weapon of warning? It's a dagger. So a sword for a hop. How much is the dagger of warning? 40,000 gold. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Put it on the moon snow tab. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare. You know they could afford it, though. I am there. I will vote again. I'd like to pick up some forging supplies as well. You can pick up pen and ink. There's not going to be a forger's kit you can No, buy. no, no, not, not, not forging and 
Oh, forging. Forging. Yeah, oh. mostly just I. I need. That's way different. So yes. smithing tools. Smithing tools. Yes, but like not for not for like swords. It's because my plan is is once time figures out how to make enchanted bullets and gets you know the enchantment down. He wants to make a mold that he can just pour the bullets into where it has the runes just carved in. So all he has to do is fill them in. That'd be another 50 gold. Okay. Just, I mean, the smaller stuff. So, you know, the clay cups for putting the mm -hmm. molted. Yeah. And then Olaf, the other shop is called the Hardened Leaf. They have a lot of adamantine mithril armor here. Um, they have anything light but durable. Not durable. that would assist you. Do they have any shield? They have a plus one shield and they have a sentinel shield. I don't remember what the Sentinel Shield does, but it's bloody expensive. The plus one shield is 1,500 gold, and the Sentinel Shield is 20,000 gold. I'm deciding how I'm going to get this shield so I can give Kizzy's back. Does this person take gems? Yeah, they would. I mean, gem, gems are just a more compact way of carrying yeah. currency around. Tear off. Ten patches, slap them on the table, and then there's 1,000 gold worth of gems. Okay. I'll give you this, all these gems for that shield. The shield's worth a little bit more than that. I wink. Ooh, Ash is really rubbing off on time. It's worth more than that. It's fine. I, I, I bring out the other 500 gold. All right. Olek, so you did all your stuff? Zanny, is there anything else you want to do? Yeah, nothing really caught, caught eyes. Unless we walk by anything that's just like... <gasps> so dress shopping for Zanny and Kizzy. Hell yeah. And anyone else wants to join? I need Olek. fancy clothes. Yeah, <laughs> fancy clothes? Why not? Yeah. Absolutely. Fancy clothes? Well, let's get you a... Fucking sweet ass pantsuit. Hell yeah. <sighs> While they're all doing this, I'm gonna go find a bookshop. Okay. The world's gonna end. I wanna look fucking fabulous. Alright, so you guys are able to find some just hop notch elven clothing. Zanny, your name does carry some weight here. So to outfit everyone in just fine elven attire, we're looking at like twenty gold for the whole lot. I also wanna buy a really nice, like, silver necklace with like Purple stones in it. That'll put ring another five gold. Oh. So at the bookshop, Bitsy, you what kind of books are you looking for? Uh, <clears throat> books about love. <laughs> Not dirty romance, muddy <laughs> books. Just <laughs> more. F f uh, what's the word? Uh, like uh, like thought provoking, like like um, theorizing kind of what. Love for dummies. Hey. That's where I was going. <laughs> the theory of love. You know, like, if a monk were to write a book about love kind of thing. Nice. Okay. No, you're, you're able to find something that is it's a philosophical book. Yes, like that's what I meant. I we couldn't come up with the word. Why? For reasons. That's why she's doing it. Why? Because I'm all trying to shop. The look that Taylor's giving you. <laughs> all right. Just a, just a discussion that comes up like, what are you reading, Bitsy? I've never seen you with a book. You can Didn't read? know you could read. <laughs> she can. So is there any other shopping you guys want to do? Ooh, potions? Potions are a good thing to have. Oh, at the alchemist shop, there are some potions. With a K. There is uh, there's some potions of healing, a potion of mind reading, a potion of superior healing, potion of vitality, and a oil of sharpness. Oil of sharpness. It treats your weapon as a plus three for like that's insane. An hour afterwards, or something like that. It's four. Does, it's four thousand gold. Does that replace what the weapon already is, or add to it? It replaces it and makes it a plus three. While we're dress shopping, Kizzy would ask Zanny, "So, how much longer do you want to stay in town?" 
I mean, depending on time differences between here and Jarmal, we could leave. You said you wanted to have one more conversation with your family. Maybe tomorrow morning. Okay. So Jarmal is further east. It'll be later in the day. Okay. So as soon as we wake up here, we could probably head out that way. Or as soon as it's morning here, I don't know how sleep's going to work tonight. Since we just all had a nap. We're going to go get blitzed at the bar and then go back and pass out after being awake for like six hours. Is that is that the plan? I've got an extra drunk room that we can pass around. <laughs> oh. oh, that's right. I completely <laughs> forgot I gave that to you because I'm an idiot. <sighs> oh, that's great. Maybe we just do that in Zanny's room. Oh, God. Then we don't have to worry about getting back. Mm, we buy it. Th- or we, bu- we, we drink at home. This <laughs> is cheaper. True, but then we don't get the bar aesthetic. Do you want a bar aesthetic? Do you have? Does your family have a a drinking sitting room? I mean, does your family have it a does sitting now. a sitting room where we can all drink in? Oh yeah, the oh, yeah then we're good. We yeah. get the Big bar aesthetic. Chairs. And pay sure. one of the Cigars. servants extra. So is that is that where you guys are going? Is there anything else you guys want to do in the city? On any of the lower levels, is there a temple to Aris? Yes. I would like to go there for a hot minute. Yep, while everyone's busy. Do you yeah. want me to come with so you and get there fucking fast as hell? You don't have to. Going to a temple of a wrist, part of it's the journey. Aww. Yeah, so you're, you're able to easily find one. I'll um I'll leave fourteen yeah, gold there. Or I'll I'll donate it to or is it is It's it a small th- temple. It's not like a big walk. It's like kind of like a little it's it's like a one of like a glorified shrine like you saw in Kairos. So no one's like attending it. There is a like a priest that it, like is there like it's it's got like a couple walls it's just not very big it's just a very small humble temple i'll leave 14 gold with them and say like i don't expect there to be a ton of orphans in this city but if there are i hope that oh fuck it's not gonna matter um <laughs> oh fuck wait what what is these values have been shaken to the core poor thing she won't say anything about it she'll say um there are orphans. Walks away. <laughs> no, she wouldn't have said that. She'd just given the 14 gold and then uh, taken a moment to pray to a wrist, connect with the shrine, and um, kind of in a way like, waypoint. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, just have a hot minute with my goddess and let her know. I'm like, hey, so I got your message. I understand a little bit now. Part of me wishes I didn't. But I know what I need to do now, so thank you. I will use any help that you can possibly give. Time would have liked, actually liked to sneakily tail Kizzy down there. Roll a stealth check, roll a perception. I guess it'd be your passive perception because oh, you're not looking for him. 13. Uh, 22. Yeah. Just wait until she's done with her prayer and come out. Oh, so when I come out, you'll just be standing there? Yeah. Oh. Hi, Time. Did you want to pray to a wrist too? Uh... I'm I'm good. Uh, I did remember something uh, after our conversation, well, our enlightenment in Kyrith. I didn't. I should have seen there was a sixth piece of the armor, but there was nothing written about it. So I thought it was just another artifact. But I think that sixth piece might be a scepter. That sounds dumb. Why would Why would it need? There was a picture of a. I thought was a reference to the Spear of Ruin next to the armor, but it might be a type of scepter. Can you show me? I cannot. Oh. <laughs> I forgot it, about that. Oh, Jesus. It, um, 
Oh, no. oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ask. No, I know that you no, that, like that's this. something I also need to tell everyone is I left the journal with Orlesa for safekeeping before we, I mean, timeline. Okay. So I have most of it. Interesting choice, time, but you know what? You're your own person. You can I mean, do what you I want. didn't realize this would be, but really my concern is, is as soon as I meet my mother, that's the first thing she's going to want. And I don't. At that point, they could extract any information from us that they wanted. No, it, it's it's not that they could get information. It's other reasons. There's no time to be sto or to be mysterious anymore. Time. No, it. I don't want to know if she wanted that wants the journal more than she wants me. That is a fair fear. <sighs> Who knows what she wants right now? No, I bet I, she doesn't even know. I I don't know, but I figure that's a safe place to keep that, and I've got most of it memorized anyway. Let's hope it sticks around. I was going to head back to Zanny's place. Are you going to still do anything? Sounds good. I just wanted to let you know. And All right. Might be a scepter. So, yeah, I thought it was a reference to the Spear of Ruin, but no one, there's no mention of it in the breakdowns that I gave you. That is true. So everyone's going to eventually converge at Zanny's house? Are you going to have dinner with Zanny's parents? If they allow us Ooh, to. Of course. Gonna awkward gonna, dinner. They are going to be just the perfect hosts. Yep. Kizzy just gives them the dead smile like, thank you. Thank you so much for your hospitality. Damn. All right, so you guys have a slightly awkward dinner with the parents. They try to make pleasant conversation and kind of pretend like the morning's conversation didn't happen unless you guys... And we try to pretend like we didn't deface <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Do I have any, like, idea, like feeling that they know what I did? No. Oh, okay. Cool. No, no. The only person that might have, that would have seen you guys leaving was Bethan. And you know Bethan well enough by now. He's like, I'm not gonna... He's your, <laughs> he's your Beth friend. <laughs> oh, God. So you guys, after dinner, you can kind of, like, drink at the little lounge area, I guess. I want to go say thank you to my grandma before we we do that. All right. Uh, she asks you if you found what you needed. Yes. Say so. And I, I hope that it helps you. I think it will. We'll probably be leaving tomorrow morning. Uh, if you ever wish to send me a letter, I will look forward to it. Right in the fields. <laughs> Big hug and then move on to the wine room. So, uh, other than just drinking to get super drunk. Oh, not going to get super drunk. <laughs> going to get a nice little buzz. Uh, we're going to take a bath. Mm, drunk bath. Absence third bath in 24 hours. <laughs> is, is that what's going to happen? Real wrinkly. <laughs> I've just been in the bathtub with no water before. Because <laughs> um, he's going to make some calls before. She knows better than to call Rastin drunk again. I'd also tell my parents that we're leaving tomorrow morning. They'll be very sad to hear that. They'll probably try to make a few pleas that, oh, you should stay longer. It's been so long. I'll be we back soon. Prince is about politics. Yeah, we have some political soon. matters to attend to in Jarmal. They seem o more okay seeing political matters to attend to. Of course they so would. Well, let us know how they go. I'll keep you informed. I'm going to beat the shit out of a prince. <laughs> 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 what, what calls are you going to make? Um, I would like to call uh, Selkie first, and because um, that's the Brocky talkie I have, and I'll be like, Seal, Sunshine, incoming. Hi. How are oh. you? Good. Um, how are you? I don't know. Um, we 
We had a lot happen. I'm mainly just calling to let you know that we're going to be in town tomorrow morning. I guess it'll be kind of afternoon for you guys, so we'll remember not to come bug you first because you'll be sleeping. Uh, Sorry, that was more for myself. I, I appreciate that. Um, well, uh, you need it. there's drinks around the house for you guys if I help you feel any better. Thank you. Um, has uh, a new friend of mine stopped in? God, God how many days has it been? Uh, not many. Maybe three or four. It was what? It was two days in the deep snow? Yeah, so I think like I think four days since you left her. Valora. Uh not that I'm aware of. That's fine. Um she hasn't been in town very long, so it's very possible that she hasn't made her way to the bar. But I, I just wanted to call and let you know ahead of time before we just magically showed up or I mean appeared. Um or how, balls. how is the, the door project going? Door project's going perfect. We'll eventually have a door, probably. I mean, if I get around to it. Selkie, that's what you said last time. This is getting old. Fine, the door's there. The door's um, been there actually since like a, three or four days after you left, but... I look forward to speaking with you when we get into town. Look forward to speaking with you, too. I uh, feel, feel bad about how we left some things last time, so uh, drinks on me. Don't feel bad about anything. <laughs> drinks on me, we drink for free. Because <laughs> we'll give like kind of like a... <laughs> all right, um... <laughs> It's not that she didn't find it funny. She's, you know, not in the mood. Um, give, you know, a good hug for me, okay? Make sure it's from you, though. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. Just hug her tight tonight, okay? All right. And every night. I look forward to talking to you. I, I have to call her Aston. I'm sorry. All right. We'll see you soon. All right. All right, so you call her Aston. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I would ask Oli for the thing. and Yeah, I'll, I'll call up Aston, and I'll be like, um, a very sorry sunshine calling for Kazam. Kizzy, are you alright? I just, I know it's late. I'm so sorry. I, I don't sleep. I wish you would. He's probably run out. Here's some good news, Rastin. We'll be in town tomorrow, so Bitsy can give you some more tea. Yep, I'm just gonna shove his face full of it. Sleep, I appreciate it. that. Um, oh yeah, I just wanted to call and let you know that we'll be in town tomorrow. Um, um, so we're looking forward to spending some time with you. Rastin, we have a lot to tell you. I'm not trying to be cryptic. I l- just really mean that I do not have enough time to tell you now. You'd need all of us there. And also, we're all okay. Just just letting you know that. Physically. So I just I wanted to give you a heads up. So maybe if you can for your schedule for a while. I'll set something up while you're here. I would appreciate if Amea and possibly even Erval could be there if they have the time. A- absolutely. Um, Anyone you want there will be there. You, I get the feeling there's a lot we all have to talk about. It's very heavy. All right, I'll, uh, we can use my tower, if you'd like. Okay. Unless there's a place you'd prefer. I just know that my, my tower can't be scried or spied upon. That would put some of the party members at ease. We'll do with that. Um, I also know that a ball perhaps has a location that's similar. Of course she does. Wonderful. Um, h- how are you? It's, it's, been, it's been an interesting week. Kalamea, she's been back for a couple days now, right? Yes, she has. She's, she's, she's doing well. That's good. I'm excited to see her. I'm sure she'll be glad to see all of you. All right. Well, um, we'll see you tomorrow I at some look- point. Or, you know, we'll be in town tomorrow, so I'm sure we'll probably come bug you. I'll, I'll make a point to see all of you. Wonderful. Um, I'm not sure where, where you're at, so um, whenever you head that way, have a, have a good night and sleep, sleep well. Thank you. I'm going to drink myself into oblivion. Um, and so they all end the call. And then um, I'll, before it's too late, send to a ball. Uh, and in 25 words or less, let her know that the next day she should expect to have us show up <laughs> in a similar fashion to um, Valora. 
Are we you using? Don't get a response. That's fine. Oh fuck! Like you, the spell the spell goes <laughs> through, but there's no response. Does that mean that she doesn't get it, or when she wakes up, it? She just doesn't get it. All right. So you guys, anything you want to talk about or do while you're drinking tonight? I'm not drinking. Okay. I go to the room they gave me and read my book. But Bitsy, we want you to be here. Can't you do whatever you're gonna do in there and here? <laughs> in this room full of drunken hey, boys. Come on, Bitsy, please. We don't have a lot of time left. The world's gonna get eaten by a monster. Uh, no, <laughs> Bitsy. Let let her be alone. She's. She'll all be alone when we're dead. <laughs> Wait. Wow, we should not have let her drink. No, uh, we should have let her. Everyone dies. Asher coming with us to Jarmok? No. Oh. I actually want to discuss with that with all of you, but perhaps my, now might not be the time. Don't do it. <laughs> but it's the perfect time. He's no. not drunk. I'm only kizzy. I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm yeah, once up my kizzy. attention went to him, you were like out of my thoughts. I would like to help all of you. <gasps> I know there's a lot on the horizon ahead. And Kizzy, I, and he kind of reaches up and kind of like puts his hand on your shoulder. I understand. I was there. I understand how grim this looks. But Ravaketh is hopeful. I am too somewhere. I just got to get to it. <laughs> the fates have been doing what they've been doing for a long time. I don't think Ravaketh would act unless he thought he could change the future and invite all of you to do so. I am his agent, and I don't have direct instructions from him at the moment, but. If his goal, he takes the glass for now. <laughs> Thirsty. <laughs> he takes a drink of it. If his goal is to shape the future properly, I wish to be part of that. Um, what are you going to do then? you going to be part of our merry band? <gasps> Zenithio, I love it. Give Two me back for my one wine. drinks plus Bitsy plus Zenithio minus Thorn plus Asher. Asher. <laughs> is there a particular path you would like me to look into for you? A particular object or thing? that I could gather information for or prepare the path ahead for you. Gosh, we don't what are we going to go after next, guys? Cuz oh. like maybe we can find two things if we oh, go in and liquor. get Time's mom. <laughs> we could get Time's mom and then the talisman. Well, no, it would be And we we can perhaps I can travel with you to Jarmalk and I Have you been there yet? I passed through once. You should go visit. We have a bar there. And we, we, you can discuss it amongst yourselves, and we can come up with the best plan, but that is my wish. It's very nice of you. I have a vested interest in this world making it as well. And, Kizian, I have faith that you can accomplish something. I'm not acting like her right now. I'm that stupid girl who lived in Dulcena. And I grew up in the woods in Kyrath. Okay. You travel in the woods everywhere else. I have faith in you. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's heavy. <clears throat> I need to keep getting my pieces of armor if I'm going to save all of you guys and we don't you win. I think you look at the things you accomplished before you even knew. Maybe, uh, moment of clarity, maybe you should look into Baron. That's a possibility. Well, there's there's that. I could also look into the blood Ethereum. God, it sounds so messy. I, I know that's not a path you seemed you wanted to take, but... I could look into it, or I could look into any of the other artifacts that you may need to gather. And the one we know least about is the Mistrot Staff. I think maybe we should leave the Blood Lady alone, because if she ascends as I do, if I do, then she'll take people, and I'll take people when everything 
goes to shit. That, so. That's like saying Solano will take people. And so what the fuck his name is of the death Sven. one, Sven, is going to take people, except for Sven is going to take a bunch of freaking undead and not really save anyone. She's going to take a bunch of corrupted people and really not be saving anyone. Probably a fate worse than, you know, just dying and going into the astral plane. We should just send her there. Wouldn't that be cool? I... I mean, just Take because some time to think about it. Just because she's supposed to ascend it you doesn't mean we have to let decision, her. And Our I know that you have friends in Jarmok that could perhaps help you. And well, it's good to have friends in many places. So it's it probably good to introduce you to those friends in yes. Jarmok. I, I'm going. I will leave you tonight. To, to this is this is all right. To just let loose tonight. You need it. You can't just. You'll break if you don't. We've become too much like business partners. I don't feel right asking if you want to make out. Oleg takes a boot knife, boot knife, cuts up extra drunk, and puts a piece in Kizzy's wine. Wait, wait, wait. Before that, oh, speaking of friends in Jarmulk, I know I'm paranoid, and it could very much be the paranoia, but I think Ervil might be up to something because he really, really was against that um, zone of truth in the room with Zanny. Oh, he was just protecting her honor. Maybe, maybe. But he's also been looking into legacy artifacts. So he could also have something. I mean, it could be something completely, you know, just a personal, regular dragonborn. Maybe like a family thing or something that he doesn't want to talk about. Or maybe he's got ulterior motives. I don't know. But I figure before we go there, I could at least get that off my chest. Well, that being said, I did tell Rasen that we might want him in the meeting when we drop all of the bombs. Which is fine, but then people can keep an eye on him to see how he reacts. It's a good point. We could also ask for him not to be there in case, like, oh, he might be. We don't want to bother him. I can listen to his thoughts too. That is my thoughts. I don't know. I haven't cast a detect thoughts right now. Don't do it. They're (laughs) not good. I'll happily travel to Jarmulk tomorrow, unless Zanny wants to let me free in her hometown. He was already kind of free earlier. He yeah, but I think, I think he'd be bored without us. I wish to help you. So think on that and have a good rest of your evening. So Asher kind of retires for the evening as well. Oh, the, the five of you left. What would you like to... Do you want to talk about anything or just kind of drink the night away? And I'm so glad I met you guys. Having a crisis. <laughs> here, here. Is Zanny not having a crisis? I mean, like, everybody's pretty much having a crisis in wish, their own ways. I wish Bitsy was in this room so I could tell her how much I love her, but, like, she didn't stay. But that's fine. She doesn't have to. Bitsy! <laughs> Cast <laughs> message. I have this like, idea. Message. I have this idea. I'm going to send Bitsy. God dang it. Bitsy, I love you, and I'm so glad I met you. You're the coolest druid and the only druid I've ever met. And, like, have you ever thought about how... (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to pass out that root to anybody. What does it do? Does it help us get It's extra drunk root. You get extra drunk. I guess Kizzy's stripping tonight. You know, I mean, I don't have that many... You guys will just be hungover going to Jarmuk. I'm not drinking that much. I only have another one. I have things to think about. I guess with just this drink, I'd be probably pretty good. Like, I'm pretty sure it literally doesn't do anything. Well, yeah, what are we going to do next? I go to Jarmulk. We've got the, the prince meeting or whatever yeah, that so is. Uh, we'll have six days in Jarmulk. Figure out then... what that, and then once that, hopefully it resolved without an issue, but knowing us, there's going to be... Right knowing Jarmulk. Knowing Jarmulk. There's... Knowing Jarmulk and us. 
snake gods are going to try and kill us. We're going to kick their ass. Uh, I'm going to kick their entire ass. Like seven vivisectors Mm -hmm. this time. We should make sure someone's got fairy fire ready before we go into town. We'll mention it to Bitsy. I think she does a good job with it. It's so pretty when she does it. I'm going to send to Bitsy. Bitsy, (laughs) I love how when you cast fairy fire, it's gorgeous. And you're just so good at what you do. And I'm so glad that we met. I'm excited. I've got a new set of armor waiting for me in Jarmulk. That's why I need 3,000 gold. <laughs> I think you paid 1,000 of it, and you needed 3,000 left. Okay, so I, I've got... I just barely have 3,000 gold. I mean, money doesn't matter, time. I can give you some of mine, too. Just... It does matter. Things Money matter. always matters. Hey, Olek, you should follow it's a god. It's not the end until we're dead. You guys should all follow a god just in case. I'm just, like, pulling out all my symbols. I've got three. <laughs> Pick one time. They're not all going to split you up. Uh, oh, God. That'd be awful. You, that'd be, uh, oh, no. Whatever this, you want. The Sim one I do not want. Take the Solana one. Uh, since you'd probably be good if you followed Tay. They're cool. Doima also. Tay uh, is civilization. Doima's magic. I'm not much of a civilization person. Magic's all right, but... I wasn't talking to time. I was talking to Absol. Oh. We're all in the same room. <laughs> We're all in the same bathtub. I mean, Doima would probably be good for you, too. You... Gosh, I'd want to say... Baston. I was going to say the bad guy. Solana's counterpart. No. Sudven! You, what? You love money. I don't love being dead. <laughs> neither or, n- neither not, does Superman. Okay, he's probably bad. But like, <laughs> gets you, he's the drunkest out of I mean, all of us. Okay, yes. but Arius is great, too. <laughs> yeah. Get her out of the water. Get her out of the water. <laughs> all pass on Zanny's room, I'm guessing, tonight. I don't want to be far from these assholes. I love them. I'm just like, I'm going to sleep in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> probably a good idea. So you guys all find your way to sleep. And in the morning, you all wake up because you do have a little bit of a hangover this morning. Do I get a minus exhaustion for that? You get one minus exhaustion. Yeah, only one. Ah, oh, like your drunkard sucks. <sighs> Anything else you want to do this morning before you make your way back to Jarmok? Can we get a breakfast? A little quick brekkie? Oh, let me send to a ball again because, like, uh, I don't know if she got it last night. And it was 25 years the last I repeat the message I said last night before I got drunk. You get a response from a ball. You sound like you had an interesting evening last night. <laughs> Look forward to seeing you. Valora's doing well. And I'll be like, oh, sweet. Um, a ball knows we're coming. We're going to pop in at her place, right, Bitsy? Yeah. Perfect. Fairy oh. fire. Oh, yeah. Did you get my sendings last night? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, and I also love you. I love you, too. Pretty obvious. <laughs> it's going to be so bad when we get there. Because you have lost your joy in life and just saved a necromancer who's going to be like, oh, it's all worthless again. You don't get to give up. So you, uh, I guess you're going to go through a tree mm-hmm. after breakfast. You guys have a nice, delicious breakfast. Um, your parents do make some passive comments about wanting you to stay. You go back out to the garden and there is a tree that is of, of an appropriate size. And Bitsy, you walk up to it. You cast uh, Transport via Plant. Tree opens up. And you walk through, and for the second time in as many days, you have a very sharp shift in temperatures. I was prepared for this one. I wore my my desert dress, even if I was a little cold. Considering that you're still fairly acclimated to, you know, negative 40, it's, it is swelteringly hot, but you 
step through into the dry desert air of Jarmulk, and we will pick up there next time. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our game tonight. A huge thanks to Nathan's girlfriend, Sarah, for providing the voice of great-grandmother Zenithia. It was a lot of fun to put in the extra effort when we could. So, if you feel like leaving a like or a comment on Podbean or iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. Thanks again, and see you next time.